Welcome to True Blood Authority. The very final one. The officially unofficial and final Bald Move podcast devoted to HBO's True Blood the Vampire. Alpha and Omega of Vampire Podcasts. Vampire hot ass mess. <laughs> Tonight we're talking about episode 710, the series finale. Fuck you. Oh, is that the, the title. Name of the I believe it was. It was Fuck You. Okay. I, I, That's I what I thought. I wasn't sure if I misread it. C- certainly the message we got from the showrunners <laughs> and everyone involved. Just that, everyone. That mailed in this reeking sack of shit through the postal service to our HBO boxes. It's as if, uh, well, the premise was that it was going to be pure fan service this whole season, right? I'm not sure which fans they were servicing. And what kind of service they were providing, like $15 blowjobs <laughs> behind a dumpster? I think that's the kind of service we got. Uh, it's, it's it's the kind of windy blowjob at the Crystal Palace from Breaking Bad. Uh, first things first, I'm the realist. realist. <laughs> also, I am Aaron. Joining me this week, as she does always, is... Cecily. Uh, what did you think of the episode? Well... I think we kind of know. Maybe. My, yeah. We should just start to ripping it. I mean, do we have to? I feel, Can we just say what we just said and call it a day? You could just about, but I feel like the people need, the people need, we're, we're going to help them get closure, which, as you know, psychologically is not without value. Okay, well, then I'm going to tell you the perpetrators of this war crime. Please. Uh, let, the... Let, let, the, let the people know who needs who to be brought to justice. <laughs> um, it was directed by Scott Wynant. Wynant? Why not? Why, Why not? not direct this hot ass mess of an episode? Which is surprising because he has Sevy 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 seven Emmy nominations and he's won twice. And let me list you some of the things he's done. He's done Californication, Carnival, Dead Like Me, one of my favorite shows, uh, My So Called Life, Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, I don't think the True direction, Blood, the Shield, the West Wing. I don't think the direction or even acting was so much the trouble in this one. Well, who wrote this piece of shit? I give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. It was Brian Buckner, the Bucky. showrunner, Bucky, who's Bucky. done the last two worst seasons ever. He came back as the Winter Soldier and ripped the heart of the fan base right out with his gleaming steel mechanical arm. He absolutely did. Wow, um, man, I don't even know where to begin except for at the beginning. Uh, Bill comes over in mid knock. Slicky invites him in, wants to know what the fuck, because if you're feeling all nostalgic, why are you committing suicide? <laughs> and Bill says, I've been feeling more human than ever, and you deserve the world. And he actually says some stuff that makes sense. Like, you can't go without me. But for uh, they were living just fine separately before he got sick. And mm-hmm. previous to that, they were still living just fine without each other. But the fact that he's... J.S.A. You know, he he has this point about, like, we're supposed to be born, we grow, we learn, we have children, hopefully we meet our grandchildren, then we pass on, and that is what you call a life. And vampires are not, you know, they're they're robbed of that unless they, you know, get all emo and meet the sun or get staked or whatever. And he's saying that this is kind of him getting back to having a normal human life. Now, I am not a God-fearing person, but I just <laughs> want to make a counterpoint here. Yeah. If God's plan is always being enacted. If everything is God's plan, then aren't vampires kind of God's plan? Hmm. Aren't the reason the two met and fell in love kind of God's plan? It stands to reason. I guess. And his whole... But, but a lot of stuff doesn't make sense. Like, I've seen you with children and how you lie... When the fuck have you seen this woman with children? 
between the hours of 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. or whenever the hell you are active. No, it was when he saw her playing with the puppy baby in his dream. <sighs> there you go. Yeah. The weird puppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so this is already, like, like, like Eric said, this is already unconscionable. He's asking her to accept the death because it's for her own good. Mm-hmm. But then he wants her to be the one to kill him. <laughs> Because that one quarter of a vampire killing ball she's got left is going to be just enough to blast the remaining vampire out of him and kill him. And then they'll both be happy. Yeah, because she'll, she'll no longer be vampire crack, vampire catnip, and he'll be dead, and the world can go on. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's been saying she's wanted on numerous occasions, to be done with vampires. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that <laughs> seems like a reasonable plan. Uh, we find out, as last week, the Yakuza are still heading over to Suki's place, which, by the way, fitting four dudes in the back of, an, of, a, of a Japanese ricer, rice racer. Yeah. Totally, totally the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen on True Blood. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, when he sent his four best men to kill Suki, leaving himself completely defenseless. Yeah, like you're going to fit four guys in the back of a Civic or a... Or a, a Galan, or whatever the hell that, uh, a Lancer. No yeah. way. I don't buy it. I have a Honda Accord and I can barely fit in it. Yeah, I have a Honda Civic. <laughs> Do I? And yes, One you can fit. Unless two, two of those Yakuza's were seven year old boys, which I'm not ruling out. No, it's highly probable. I'm, I'm calling bullshit on this. Uh, while everybody else remains at Fantasia, Eric says to Pam, we need to unchain Sarah and let her go. Uh, bef- but before we do, we're going to feed her your blood so we can track. Why are they letting her go? Just just to, I mean, because the plan seems to be a lame version of the plot that every Star Trek captain uses. <laughs> that, oh, guard, someone's escaped or someone's passed out or having a heart attack. Please come help us. They all come down to the basement and Pam and Eric just effortlessly dispatch them, which makes you really wonder how the fuck these guys have silvered Pam on three separate occasions this season. When she can just so easily jump up a wall. I mean, there was like three or four guys there, plus Gus. Mm-hmm. Then, no, there's two. Oh, there's just two? There's two. He sent he sent his two weakest men to protect him in the bar. Right, and the four strongest to seconds, round up Sookie. Seconds after he threatened both Pam and Eric's life. Mm-hmm. Right. Keep that in mind. Yeah. He sent his four best men to kill one innocent or weak woman. Uh, so they, again, effortlessly dispatch the Yakuza. Uh, Gus tries to cl- crawl through the tunnel. And the tunnel is somehow super flammable. Yeah. Or an explosive. Yeah, I, I would really like to know how a dumping a gallon of gas by the entrance of something. I mean, it just must be loaded with methane gas because Eric uh, remarks that humans are too slow. Tee-hee. <laughs> I think he just drank the gasoline and... <laughs> Pissed it down there. <laughs> well, f- farted down to the tunnel and went... Oh. Anyway, Gus Jr. gets killed. Uh, Eric high-speed flies over to Sookie's house, kills the rest of the Yakuza, which this is probably the best part of the episode. Yeah, it is. Number one, Eric can speak Japanese. Uh, Number two, as Sookie looks out her window concerned at hearing these men scream and a car screech off, it shows Eric with these corpses just piled in the back seat. (laughs) And he's rocking out and and just, I don't know, looking adorable. He's reenacting a scene from Zoolander. Very funny. In the front seat. I will post a GIF of that uh, in the in the show notes will if you? you would like to. Yeah, because I, I found a really good one. Nice, I would like to. Off of Reddit if you'd like to use that for your own purposes. Again, high watermark of the episode. Your own masturbatory purposes. <laughs> uh, 
again, saying what we're all thinking. They freed they freed Sarah and sent her out to the world so, so that she, she could, could eat trash. So she could go to a carousel and eat garbage. Pam tracks her down and tries to seduce her. No fucking sale. Uh, I don't know. She she fucks up and mentions Tara, which pisses Pam off, and she decides she wants her vaccination, so she drinks from Sarah. Am I missing anything? Should we keep rolling? Jessica and Bill talk. Jessica says, hey, I'm going to be fine. Don't worry about me. Ne'er was there a tale of more woe than that of Jessica and her Hoyt. (laughs) So Bill, just after giving this impassioned speech about how vampires and human marriages just won't work, it's unfair to the humans (laughs) to deprive them. Then there's no other course of action for these two star-crossed lovers to get married immediately. Yeah. What is Hoyt thinking? Is he just going to trust this strange woman? Uh, Hoyt's, Hoyt's penis is thinking he wants to get it in with Jessica every day for the rest of his life, which is not an unreasonable thought. I don't understand what the problem with Bridget was. She wanted kids, and now Jessica doesn't want kids, and it's a match made in heaven. Well, he doesn't want kids, apparently. Yeah. It's just, I just think it's strange to me that... Well, fuck them. He's gonna go on the, on Jessica's word. Jessica told him this is what happened. I'm presuming because of the fact that he punched Jason, she told him how many times she cheated on him and how <laughs> untrustworthy and sort of naive she is as a young woman. Yeah, no. So one day later, you decide marrying her is the best course of action? Jessica is the voice of reason here. She's like, whoa, Bill, whoa, I can't marry this guy. He only knows me. And he's like, no, no, if if it's true love, it's going to work. By the way, I never got to walk my daughter down the down the aisle and even though i think uh, a human shackled to a vampire in marriage is about the worst abomination i can think of i really want to make a wish make a vampire wish foundation to come through and fulfill <laughs> me so you can have this shotgun marriage right now don't worry it won't be legal and i can stagger you down the fake ass six foot aisle in our living room i i can't I was in disbelief that I was of what I was seeing. We both said out loud in unison, "Oh my god!" Yeah, this is terrible on every level. It's so bad, and not only is this happening, we're gonna waste a big chunk of our very last episode of True Blood on this bullshit. You could go to Reddit and pick any five fan fiction versions of the finale, and they would have been better than what these fuckers came up with. I I don't know. First of all, it's, no one is carrying a Hoyt and Jessica torch that no, I'm aware of. It appears as though, as though they've taken, they had a very easy route laid out in front of them. You make these very simple decisions. Maybe they're a little bit beyond what's believable, but it's better than what you ended up with. It's like they took a sharp left when things were heading towards where they should have ended up. Yeah. The natural course of action. Bill turns into a human, for instance. Sure. Jessica and Jason end up together. No, and they, that's the thing. Bridget and Hoyt just continue to live their lives. They get a phone call, your mom's dead. Oh, that sucks. And, and a story. That's it. That's all you need to say. I mean, why split, why put Jessica and Jason together an episode before you're going to half ass put Jessica and Hoyt together? I mean, if you would, I just, I just feel feel like that if you would ask the average True Blood fan, who would you like Sookie to end up with? There had been like a list of four people, uh, you know, Bill's going to be somewhere, Eric's going to be somewhere, Alcide's going to be somewhere, Sam's, Sam's going to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
No one has said faceless fucking goon that we don't even <laughs> that meet. That kind of may look like Alcide. Four and a half years. Yeah, you know, like the poor man's, a homeless man's version of Alcide. No one has said that. If you just said, who should Jessica end up with? People might have said Jason. Uh, I don't know who else people would have said. I don't think. I was in bringing... favor of her just going solo because that's what a young woman, obviously, that's what she wanted to do. That's why she broke up with Hoyt. Yeah, she's like 19. She's and been a vampire for two years. She's got so much time ahead of her. No. Just but That's she's a... matured so much. Oh, Jesus. Uh, why bring Hoyt back from Alaska for that? I just, I don't, I don't get it. Why drop all these hints that Bill is turning fucking human? Oh, Bill, you're so warm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I can read Bill's. So we'll get to that later. <laughs> but right now, I just think it's funny that There's also so Bill, at Bill when, like his, 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 his argument is kind of like half-assed and doesn't make sense. And he can kind of see he's losing Jessica. So he like clutches his chest and is like, oh, my veins and staggers. And she like comes, oh, Bill, of course I'll marry him. I just need a fucking dress. And uh, luckily, we'll get to that too. So S- Sookie reminisces about her and Tara being kids. Uh, again, why do we bring back Tara? Why do we have to call back to her being in love with Jason this whole time? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we got to make the point that Sookie doesn't like boys because they're nasty and think nasty uh, thoughts. And her grandma flies in there and say, don't you say that. You're going to find the nastiest boy thinking the nastiest thoughts and you're going to make him yours, girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they brought it's, back it's worth it just so you can have a family and kids. That's the whole theme of this episode. Everyone wants kids, 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 kids. Yes, it's like did the fucking writers think that Arlene became the, the hero all of a sudden? I don't get it. Oh, was that it? Did Arlene co-write this last episode? <laughs> not, not the, the is this Arlene's not the actress fiction? playing Arlene? Actually, Arlene in universe wrote this episode. It's all a, some kind of fucking she Dallas did. dream. They decided the one editing choice they decided to make was to cut out the end bit where Arlene wakes up, and she's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's so romantic. They just got their kids. So many kids. So many kids. There are so f- many. There's not enough. Uh, they, not enough. They built a mile-long table, and it still wasn't big enough to, to, to hold all the kids, so they have a kid's table. <laughs> uh, Sookie and Bridget meet for the first time, which is stupid because she's like who are you and why are you wearing my brother's boxers and she reads the girl's mind and she's kind of offended that she'd think she'd fuck jason uh well she just broke up the hoyt yesterday uh even though she totally would have if jason hadn't said no no sex and all that crap also mm-hmm. um <laughs> and she compl- hold on to your fucking seatbelt, bridget because your day your mind's about to be more blown when you find out hoyt's going to get married to this girl can you imagine You've li- Who knows how long they've lived each other? Who knows what kind of love story they have? It's serious enough she flew from Alaska to for him to bury his estranged mother. And in less than 24 hours, she gets broken up with. She and dumped in this shitty-ass town for some you- shitty-ass red-headed slut. Vampire that he marries the he next He wipes day. her, your wife material, and he wipes her? And oh, by the way, the guy you're kind of crushing on as a rebound, he's going to be your ex-boyfriend who just did this to you's best man before he drops your sorry ass off at the airport yeah um sorry i know we fought really hard to get you that first plane out but can we just push it back for a little bit so i can go to this wedding that Uh, i'm sure you're heartbroken about yeah poor marissa or whatever her name she got probably got fired from uh american airlines marisa marisa Marisa, i don't remember from from american airlines and they're just gonna miss the flight because you know they boned to the way to the airport (laughs) 
She lost her job, and she's got real kids to take she's care of. She's got kids. Won't you think of the kids? Uh, so- and Sookie's asking. Okay, so we're going back to the scene where Sookie and Jason are in the bed together. Jason's nasty ass is <laughs> drinking nasty ass instant coffee. And Sookie is complaining to her brother about this burden of her being the only sibling who got these fairy powers and how awful it is and whether she's deciding whether or not to keep them. And so also, cruel, and also, don't you think? killing Vampire Bill, laying that like, what should I do, Jason? Should I kill this man with my fairy powers that you don't <laughs> understand? Have never had. And he's like, wait a minute, I just this season came around to liking Vampire Bill, and now you want to kill <laughs> yeah, him, right? Also, I just this got up, bitch, <laughs> from a long night of not having sex. It's been it's been rough for me, Sook. Uh, so they get the calls his, from Hoyt. His and phone out. rings. Bridget says, "I'll get." You fucking know this man for less than a day, and you're going to volunteer to get his phone and, and answer saying. it for you? I'd uh, be pissed if you did that to me today. That's awful presumptuous. Yeah. I'll get it. <laughs> Not like Jason. Hey, Bridget, would you get that for me? She just, for ring, phone rings five microseconds later. I'll get it. Uh, no. Mm-mm. So uh, they get the call from Hoyt and Jessica. Yeah, Jason, I know I, I know I just man. fucking leveled you with one punch, but would you be my best man now? Because and we pick some flowers off the street. <laughs> uh, Jessica asks Sookie if she can borrow a wedding dress, <laughs> and Sookie says, "I only have approximately a thousand white running across graveyard dresses that'll fit you perfectly." <laughs> but I need to find the right uh, nicotine-stained off-white dress because you're such a whore. <laughs> They can't be in my pure virgin. They can't be my virgin graveyard dress because you'll burst into true dead flames if you put that on. Uh, oh. Andy shows up to marry him because we need to get all the characters involved, and he brings Arlene and Holly because, of course, it's interesting. Why didn't they just kind of go for broke and make all the calls, like all the Thanksgiving table people? Mm-hmm. I I would have liked it if they'd been there. Yeah. And then that's the last time you see them. Yeah, get right? ready. Why you know, really amp up the awkward awkwardness. Uh, call up Lafayette, get James <gasps> get there. Lala and James in there. Have James uh give away Poit. I mean, oh, why not? Lafayette would have had the best lines during that wedding. He would have said <laughs> he would have been the voice of the audience, as always. Now he would have shut this whole shit down and like, Are you out of your goddamn mind? All of you. Hooker, is you blind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh so Amy's gonna marry him, but first Bill asked for a favor. I can't give my shit to my daughter because of Louisiana's fucked up vampire inheritance Once laws. Once he's dead. Yeah. Why doesn't he just give it to her right now, now that he's alive? Well, he can't. Why? Because he died, and that property should have passed to somebody. So how is he legally living in that house? Because he's a vampire, no one's going to come and take it from him, I guess. But now that when he get, meets the true death, he's 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 fucked. Because yeah. he signed... It's a, again, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. If I'm Andy... I evict those sons of bitches the next day. Fuck yeah. And Plus, we know, we know. That house has got to be worth a million bucks. And we Look know at it. that Bill, from you know what the attorney tried to extort out of him, he's worth at least $10 million. Yeah, he's the vampire king of Louisiana, Ar- formerly. Arlene with them kids and her new businesswoman attitude. Oh, and did you see Arlene drooling about the weird Greco-Roman Louisiana decor that mm-hmm. they got rocking in there? She's like, oh, Yeah. This is going to look real nice when I'm strutting around here in my southern bell dress. or my, in my... With my American flag pin. <laughs> I'm going to put a pin on that. I'm going to put a pin on that. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Andy's eldest heir 
he wants her to rent to Jessica and Hoyt for like a dollar a month. And you know what? They might not even be able to afford that because they're a bunch of fucking idiots. So maybe just let it slide. And he's like, copy that vampire bill. Money? What's money when we've got love? <laughs> uh, they're going to be selling Jessica's blood on the streets in like six months tops, guaranteed. There's a reason we didn't see them in the uh, Thanksgiving montage, by the way. That's they were there. It. Huh? They were there. Well, Jessica and Hoyt? Yeah. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> Blows that theory out the door. Uh, so Hoyt starts to get a little bit of cold feet and like, you know, maybe this ain't right. I just came here in the state and, just, and he's like, you know, Bubba, we got to live every day. Like it's our last, that should put everything in prescription for you. Let's do this shit. <laughs> and like, they like fucking headbutt and then, you know, pound a fifth of whiskey <laughs> and woo, head out to get married. Very nice. Not before he recalls, uh, watching regarding Henry. And how that kind of parallels his life and his loss of memory and watching it with Jason. No, he doesn't remember watching it with Jason. So right. it's like, what's the point you're trying to make here? Right. That it's an extra bad idea because he can't remember hanging out with his best friend pre-Jessica? It's all very Kafka-esque, just man. Saying. And this is where my notes stop. I just say, the wedding happens. All right, I got you. <laughs> uh, Andy has some notes, and he's getting them married because this is a sham wedding because apparently dead people can't marry live people in Louisiana either. Have, that makes sense. Have Andy and Holly gotten married? And also, uh, I don't know. Well, he did just propose a few days ago, so no one in their right mind would get would, married the same week. Can certainly. we just keep in mind that the show time span it's been like a week it has been jason actually said that it's been a crazy fucking week <laughs> uh but no he he ends up uh marrying him and says the state of louisiana doesn't recognize his marriage because this is this is absolutely the final gay rights parallel we can make in the show and i like the fact that they they go out the way they came in so that was cool that they worked that in it's not um, a gay joke because i think that's really inappropriate it's not a gay joke it's a <laughs> just true blood observation in. oh wait what are you trying to imply? Gay gay people are butt babies? Yes. What about lesbians? Still butt babies. Well, they go in the way they came out, just because vaginally. <laughs> anyway, uh, the love they share is beautiful, and God blesses it, and God blesses everyone. Uh, thank God, speaking of God, the, Say God again. The, the writers remember that vampires can't be up in the fucking day, and they, they, they think to have uh, Bill dab some blood at his ears, and Jessica dab some out of her. Uh, I thank goodness that Sookie's blood is both super accelerated Bill's disease, yet slowed it down enough so that he can enjoy having all this time in his life and decide when he wants to die. Sure. A luxury that no other vampire has had that had the disease. Jessica remarks uh, during the wedding, and they get married, and they exchange vows, and it's all very gross. Jessica remarks that Bill feels warm. Uh, also, Sookie can read Bill's mind now. Yes, she can. That's something you might want to tell a vampire. Hey, you know, your That's blood temperature. something you might want to tell anyone ever. Your blood temperature's warming up. I can read your mind. You're, you seem like you're becoming human. Maybe we should slow our roll on this whole murdering you murdering thing. Murdering you thing. I, I, I just, I don't know. And again, if not, why did the writers do this? Why did the writers point all these signs at him turning human? It kind of seems like this episode and sort of the latter half of this season was written on the fly. Like, as they were shooting, they were kind of writing stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, let's go towards making him human. But, you know, when he gets in the grave, let's have her decide she actually wants to keep her fairy power and then just kill him. And it just seemed all very hurried and not thought out at all. I One theory is that they thought HBO only renewed them for five episodes, and they had this rager wrap-up party, 
like just mountains just... of coke, gallons of of alcohol, God knows how many uh you know, giant veterinarian sized tranquilizers that are <gasps> grinding up and snorting. The next day, the HBO execs say, Hey, first half of the season looks good. Let's see the scripts for the other five. And You're Bucky like, oh. and everybody's like, Oh, fuck. So get- his hair is already purple. And he's like, Oh, shit. <laughs> get, get the instant coffee out, boys. It's going to be, it's going to be an all nighter script writing. And that's what happened with the last five episodes. All right. That actually makes sense. So this episode is sits a lot better with me now. So Sookie drops off Jason at his house because he's got to take Bridget to the airport. She's like, you totally should fuck her on the way to the airport because, hey, she's not Hoyt's ex-girlfriend anymore. Hoyt just got married, dumbass. And apparently he did because the child that they have together at the end is approximately eight years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was better than Sam's uh, 14-year-old girl that he had f- four and a half years ago, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Sookie drives Al Seed's truck to the Reverend's church where he's, you know, sitting trying to trying he's, to preach the word of God after all this bullshit that's happened to community. No, he's actually writing a sermon about the ben- benefits of taking V and how close it brings you to God. <laughs> everyone should take V. Take V right now. I've got bags full of it, y'all. Like Oprah. Everyone look under your seat. There's a tab of V. <laughs> drop it and get close to the Lord together. You got a tab. And you got a tab. <laughs> That's not Holy Spirit, that's vampire blood coursing through your veins. <laughs> so, uh, where the fuck... Oh, uh, the first mention of Weir Panthers since they gang-raped Jason occurs because she ticks that off and all the supernatural things that make, must make a preacher's life hell. Uh, by Well, at least the, the vampire, heavy vampire scourge is over. Apparently that's just all gone. Nobody cares about it. Everyone's forgotten about the governments vamp- are crumbling. The head all over vampires the vampires being whistled away for some mysterious big bad reason. Millions and billions of people have died. <laughs> the world is having weddings and going yeah, back. Well, you to know, Jessica life. and Hoyt are married, and that's what the important thing is. Uh, is so it? he talks a mess about God expects us to use our brains and exercise our free will. So obviously he expects you to murder vampires. Obviously. And give up your fairy powers, Sookie. Hello. Uh, do you need me to spell it out for you? Because I've got a chalkboard here. I totally can. <laughs> Sookie then calls Bill and says, hey, meet me in the graveyard. She says that she made arrangements with the cemetery. Which we don't know what the fuck is, but we will find Somebody out Somebody is a caretaker of the cemetery? And he's never, like, stumbled in on... Them you know, fucking in the cemetery. Bill getting buried and popping. I mean, they just, like, all kinds of disturbing graves. Uh, that'd be an interesting story to show the the... <laughs> The caretaker, the caretaker story. where he's just always digging graves over somewhere and he's like why is this girl always running across the graveyard in these white dresses yeah it could the be I, I believe hbo that? made that story all right it's tales from the crypt and it featured the crypt keeper and he was just cackling and having a good old time the whole time <laughs> shit i missed it that would be funny to do a youtube series where we spliced the the, the crypt keeper like setting up the story and then launching right into True Blood. This is a horrific tale of woe and ah, and it's Hoyt and Jessica getting married. <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't so fucking lazy, I'd make that happen. Uh, maybe I can talk Jim into doing it. He's the video <laughs> editing whiz. She wears her finest black graveyard strolling dress. Strolling and murdering dress. Where Bill's grave has been exhumed. And I will say that coffin... Hats off to the coffin maker because that pine box 
I stayed in almost pristine condition for nigh on 100, what did you say, 170 years? Yeah, and so is that picture. 150 years, maybe? Buried in the sand inside of the grave. Sure, and he fucking bled all over it. When she takes out the Antiques Roadshow, that's the first thing the guy's going to bitch about. <laughs> it's like, well, if you hadn't bled on it, it'd be worth if this, it. If this photo wasn't stained with vampire tears, it'd be worth $5,000. But because it's not, you actually owe us money. <laughs> Get out of here, you danger whore. Uh, she just licks it right off the frame. Uh so, so these are the arrangements she made. She actually paid the gra- the crypt keeper, mm-hmm. whomever, to dig up the grave for her. Sure. Who the right mind agrees to that? Right. You want me to dig up someone else's grave for you? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, actually. To, yeah. To that's, dig that's, up graves. That's what I'm saying. It's like, who you want built what? It's like, you want me to exhume a Civil War era corpse? What the? No, that's, she just made the arrangements. Also, isn't... Maybe Anubis got involved. I don't know. <laughs> isn't Louisiana below sea level? Well, down down by the uh, bayou it is, or down by uh, uh, Louisiana or New Orleans, sure. Aren't they? Okay, never mind. I'm they're f- they're, they're quite a bit inland. I don't think they're going to be floating corpses out of the ground. But uh, anyway, so she summons a ball of light, uh, a vampire killing, which happens to be beating like a human heart, which I'm like, you know, I, I'm surprised Niles didn't. Like, show up and be like, don't. No, I guess he would be pro killing Bill. Yeah, she's sitting there. You can see it pulsing and she's thinking about it. And then you see this moment of something clicks inside of her mind. And I thought for sure she's going to think, well, what if I use my intent to turn Bill into a human? Or, like, I, I can't remember who, maybe it was Nathan P. I can't remember who had the idea of blasting the vampire out of him because he's clearly like half human now. He's even exactly. said, I've I'm never saying. felt more human in all my life. I'm now running a fever of 98.6, and you can read my thoughts. Which, again, why wouldn't she say that, Bill? I read your thoughts today for the first time ever. It's so freaky, and, I, and it's so beautiful the thoughts you had. I just, Something why like wouldn't that. she say that? Why wouldn't she say that to somebody? It's beyond comprehension. She goes to the fucking reverend for advice, but she doesn't talk about... She tells her brother. Nothing. No, she, no, told, no, she, she did tell him that, yeah. I you don't think know. He w- no, he's too stupid. All right, everyone's too stupid. So she gets cold feet and says, despite all the things I've said over the years about being chagrined about vampires treating me like so many balls of catnip (laughs) and how this is a curse and i can't turn my back on vampires and i'm like vampire crack being a fairy is who i am bill and i just have to accept that it's part of a truth part of my truth her truth part of her true blood truth it's the truth in her blood and uh but she says well i'll still kill you (laughs) snaps snaps the most shoddily constructed if that coffin was made out of the same wood that that shovel handle was, it would have disintegrated like 10 years into the ground. And the crypt keeper standing 10 yards away like, hey, that was my best shovel. I just (laughs) dug this grave up for you people, and this is the way I get repaid. You break my shovel. That is my shovel. (laughs) Um, So she throws the handle down in there, and she gives Bill one last sweet upskirt as she climbs down. She does. She does. Sharon stones him totally. (laughs) Uh, again, I don't understand why he wants to die now, why he can't let the disease run its course, why he can't kill himself, why he needs her to do this, other than they needed the iconic shot of him popping with her astride him and, and just covered in blood. It did. It seemed like for a second there that I thought for sure they were going to go with, again, this is another great idea I'm coming up with on the fly. It's better than your on the fly ideas, Brian Buckner. Uh-huh. But for a the second there, when they drove the stake into his heart, it seemed like he wasn't going to explode into blood. 
it was going to turn out he was human. He was 75% human. If she'd waited another 15 minutes, he would have been like, and he would have right as rain. Died in a human way from being impaled with a large stick. That would be totally funny, too. Yeah, it would. He just dies, and he's like, what have you done to me? And they me? took him to the hospital, and they're like, oh, this man's fully human. You killed him. <laughs> That would have and been she a better. Actually, spends the rest of her life in jail. Yes, boom. Yes, that would have been a better end than this bullshit. It would have made a lot more sense. That's for sure. <sighs> so we fade to black. Like a year passes. No, we... no, no, wait. I want to mention. I want. I do want to give them some credit. And she does this uh, sad walk out of the cemetery, which is maybe for the last time. Um, the score. The music for this scene, it's mm-hmm. actually very well done. Oh, yeah, they swung for defenses. Yeah, I think the, the people who have done the music for this. The disparity between how well-made and acted this is and just how shoddily it's written, I can't think of... I honestly am struggling to think of the uh, a worse finale because I have I didn't... I noped out of X-Files before the end. Mm-hmm. I noped out of uh, Lost before the end. I didn't see Dexter because I only saw the first season. I noped out of that. I didn't. I gave up on how I met your mother like five years ago. The truly historically bad finales. I was too young for Saint Elsewhere. I heard that that was really terrible with the slow globe ending. I, I've missed out on the 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 truly horrific uh, finales of things. But you are living through this. This and is I'm the worst sorry. finale I've ever seen. It's, I'm really sorry that I brought you into this. It started off so well and it was so fun. And it was I don't cute. regret the ride because I have a lot of fun and this podcast mm-hmm. has been a lot of fun. It has been. However, I j- this is probably the most hateful I've ever seen someone be towards a fan base. Like I said, just a sharp veer off course. You promise us fan service. It's going one way. You promise us you're going to go this other direction for fan service. And then you take this sharp turn at the end where and this, you just kind of just flipped us around and put it right up the butt. And this with season no has had some really high moments. I mean, everything involving Eric is gold. The Eric and Jason sex scene was awesome. You know, Lafayette's speech, epic telling of telling off of Redbone it's was awesome. Eric and Lafayette have made this season. Eric of jamming course. out in the car. And and but but I just I just can't believe that they decided who. I mean, I, I checked. I read the. I read the Reddit threads. Everyone is up in arms. Everyone can't believe. Like, no one's expectations were that high after the last couple seasons. But still, it's not that hard All to was... fucking write something that fans will at least smile about. It, it wrote itself. It yeah. was already there. Why yeah. did you have to change it? I mean, this is your last season. Just wrap it up. So and, and Pick it... any story out of the 15 to 18 books that are out there. Right. So we flash forward a year. Eric's got this new infomercial, which is another high point in the series. Um, you said to Christine Harris, the one that wrote no, the van- Charlene Charlene Harris. Harris. Charlene. Charlene Harris. Uh, who She's wrote- the soundboard operator. She wrote all the books. She wrote all the books. She's actually operating a soundboard. Fun fact, she's working a Behringer soundboard, not unlike this one that's sitting right beside here, me in the Bald Moose studio. Hmm. So I thought that was uh, entertaining. Are you saying that you are secretly Charlene Harris? <laughs> <laughs> so this is your fault no, no this no, no. entire debacle is all you no 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 um right. i liked aspects of the commercial i really liked his over-the-top uh infomercial guy and yeah the, he was ho 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 y'all remember sarah newland it's yeah and then they went ahead and went with pam being in the commercial at all but, even though she just got this really poor delivery 
Well, and like, I think that the product design for True Blood is world class. Those bottles look fucking cool as hell. I would love to get one for the studio. Yes, I think they ripped off Sun King's design. No shit, that's what I was thinking. That's fucking Sun King's cream ale can. It is. And who the hell puts True Blood in a can? Who the hell thinks? Cannot microwave that shit. Not only that, but can you? Okay, beer tastes empirically nastier coming out of a can. I don't care how much Teflon and shit you coat that with. Yep. Beer out of can. The only excuse. To drink beer out of a can is if you're fucking canoeing, mm-hmm. and you don't want to you don't want to bust a uh, glass bottle on on a beach or a canoe trip or or other pristine waterway. Every every if civilized person drinks beer out of a bottle because it tastes better. I can only imagine what kind of weird metallic interaction. Oh yeah, I mean I blood tastes kind of that. irony and metallic anyway. And it's going to be sitting in an aluminum can, and as you said, you can't microwave that shit. Eric Northman, what the fuck are you thinking about? And that graphic design is god awful because I love Sun King Cream Ale, but that that can makes my eyes bleed looking at it. Yeah, it does. and you got Sarah blowing a kiss. Yeah, Sarah blowing a kiss. That's is, not I guess, bad. It's a little tongue in cheek, and yeah. I think that's funny. But or tongue and femoral artery, as the case might be. Is everyone presume? Oh yeah, everyone presumes that she's just on the loose somewhere. Yeah. Okay. So we flash forward three years and. Uh, they they just they show Saint, uh, Pam and Eric opening the Nasdaq with new blood, which I didn't get why we had to have a little segue stop there. Well, it's an IPO, I believe, showing that they are now billionaires. Did we doubt that? I mean, true Bl- new blood is a fan. They already established it was going to make oodles of money. No, they established it, and then in the next scene, mm-hmm. they established that they're still running a shitty ass bar in Louisiana. Yeah. Why? Just, just. I mean, I feel like that the Fantasia is now just a destination point to drink out of Sarah Newland. That's great. Get pay some people to be lookalikes. Yeah, that that a band. You know what would be a really classy joint to sell a hundred thousand dollar minute whore, a, an abandoned wine cellar in France. Yeah, that's the kind of go. place a vampire would want to drop a hundred grand at and wouldn't try to pull some shitty traveler's check scam on Pam. Exactly. You put in some shithole abandoned adult video store in Louisiana and you get this kind of low class scum that tries to pay with an Amex card, <laughs> which, by the way, she goes cash on and they get the fuck out. Did the guy pay? Did he not pay? Well, he, I think he paid ahead for the first minute. Oh, and I, Eric's oh, still yeah, running that makes the sense. phone. I'm just saying, if I made a million dollars, I'm sure shit wouldn't work anymore, even if it was just for show. Right. You wouldn't be hanging around with this loser either. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'd have you carry my bags for my new boyfriend and I. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Uh, so we flash forward to this. Oh, no, wait. Uh, yeah, we flash forward to this Thanksgiving. Um there's this plot that Sarah is. And we've already talked about. It. She's getting charged a hundred thousand minute drain her blood. She looks. She does not like look, look like a person been kept in a basement for four no, years. No, I believe. Okay, so before when the Yakuza were keeping her and they were humans and they were aware that you have to feed a human, mm-hmm. she didn't seem like she was being fed. She was eating trash the first minute she got away. Just scarfing it down. Maybe I, she just likes trash. I feel like Sarah should be a little bit more emaciated. I mean, even if she's getting three square meals a day, alone. the stress, she's being kept in a basement. There's no, vitamin C is very important to your body. 
And she would age like a president in office. When I get stressed out, I mean, I have gray hairs right now, right. and my life isn't that bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get pimples, and it's just, it's really bad. Right. She looks great. My mascara wouldn't run just oh, a little you know bit what? if I were a tortured You know what? There. They probably feed her vampire blood every day. You think so? I bet you a couple drops a day, and she's going to be looking like a fucking rose fresh per picked off the vine. Pricked, picked, whatever. I feel like that's some very dangerous chemistry you're playing with, with her what vaccinated blood and feeding her vampire blood. Well, like... but they already did it with Pam, and she wasn't even vaccinated. So it's like, and, and hey, fuck you if you think the writers are thinking that far ahead. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, some randos deep frying a turkey. Sookie's pregnant. Her faceless, faceless husband. Hey, did you know that Sookie's still a fairy? Yeah. I would totally buy it if she had, like, a 14-year-old daughter because fairies age super fast. Sure. But Sam's 14-year-old daughter and Jason's 8-year-old daughter. Sam's daughter looks younger than Jason's daughter. Yeah, Jason has an 8-year-old, a 6-year-old, and a newborn baby from a woman he just met four years ago. Which part of you thinks that's a good idea? Again, this to is how... try a long-distance relationship. Presumably, she went back to Alaska. They did some sort of long-distance thing. She never got on that flight. The That's stack... stupid. Why would you want to stay in the same town with this man who you were devoted to? She was in love with him. Why would you want to stay and follow him to that same shitty-ass town? Yeah. Where you know that Jason slept with Jessica before, and it's this triangle of shit that you sure. don't... It's really bad to be dealing with. Maybe they have this open, weird-ass open relationship. Maybe she's going to bear Hoyt's children, too, so he can have it all. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. Maybe they left a couple kids at home. She brought them back. I know a whole pack of panthers that want nothing more than to get pregnant, so maybe it's just... Yeah, did any babies come out of that? I Maybe that's what it is. What That's that's it. The eight-year-old was a panther. Ah, oh, that makes sense now. An illegitimate panther that uh, she her mom died of meth probably, uh, or uh, unhealthy trailer park exposure, and uh, Jason like took responsibility. That that's that explains the eight year old child. Uh, Sarah, what would you make of Sarah's being haunted by a creepy version of Steve Newland? Who gives a shit? I'm not. Now the people are like, well, she got the ending she deserved. Did she? I, Does anyone deserve to be kept for the rest of their life and drained of their blood for $100,000 a minute? I mean, why don't they just kill her? I could have gotten behind killing her. Yeah, I'm a strong believer of maybe draining her to death. Take all that blood, synthesize it, and just do whatever. Mm. Get some willing whore, maybe. Uh, I'm sorry, a willing sex worker who kind of mm-hmm. looks like Sarah Newland. And then mm-hmm. you can make a shit ton of money with someone who's willing to play it up. Yeah. But you know what? That doesn't I get Pam just, off. I'm just not of the opinion that dealing out what's been dealt is a smart thing to do. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't make you any better of a person. Yeah. So what's really being proved? So we already talked that there's the Thanksgiving dinner at the mile long table and Sookie's new faceless husband slash baby daddy slash slam piece. Everything works happy. out perfectly for everyone. Arlene and Keith decided it was true love. Yeah, so Wade and Apparently Adeline. they've can... had some great sex. Had no more kids. One of the no, one of those babies at the kids' table, I'm sure, is Wade and Adeline's. It must be. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's just cool with it now. They try to fight him for a while, but sure. Uh, Mom, Dad, I'm taking my ha- I'm taking my stepsister out <laughs> on the town, painting it red slash white. Do we have anything else to talk about? Because I just want to get the feedback and then get the hell out of here. 
I kind of want to do some general wrap up. Of I, I want to leave. I want to leave this crime scene like Eric did in his Mitsubishi Lancer, bobbing and and working <laughs> and, and, and cruising to the beat. I want to do some general wrap up of all of the characters and where we left everyone. Is that okay? Go for it. I'm going to kick back and relax. <laughs> okay, so I want to start with the werewolf community. Okay. Um, Emma. The little girl that Sam fought so hard for mm-hmm. that Alcide stole back. Whereabouts unknown. And Sam apparently just gave up and didn't care anymore. He's got a new baby now. <laughs> he Luna ran died. As, he, he, made ra- a he ran as fast as he could on his little mutt legs <laughs> and could never catch up to her. So, oh, well. He made a dying promise to Emma and now he's just out. Um, Who else? Who else do we need to talk about? I guess Letty May and the Reverend just worked out. Well, you know, she she wasn't bullshitting about that V. I'm we sure she's completely clean and sober. Mm-hmm. The day both. she died. <laughs> um, Jane Boathouse was at the table. Drinking uh, guzzling wine. Guzzling wine. She did not keep her promise to herself. But, you know, she's got a decent looking gentleman. Gentleman lover. A comparable looking gentleman. <laughs> she's She's punching above her weight for... She's punching above her boathouse weight. <laughs> which is not inconsiderable. Um, the attorney that Bill killed. Mm-hmm. Nothing came of that. Nobody cared. None of the people in the waiting room kill cared that she was murdered. No, especially someone as well known as a vampire king of Louisiana, who's written a best-selling book. Who's written a best-selling book? Who's murdered <laughs> uh, two people in cold blood? It's in okay. In front of many witnesses. Sure, no problem. Okay. Um, there's no more vampire authority. Nope. Vampire authority rolled up. So. I still don't understand why Eric and Pam went back to the bar if they have no reason. They were banished there. Mm-hmm. You'd think that the first thing you do is throw off those shackles that bind you. Sure. No. Maybe he's maybe he got a taste of ginger, and now he can't he can't give it up. If you went back to the bar, I wish they would have showed a little ginger. Yeah. So I, although her just looking like completely relaxed, no more screaming, like she got. The yeah. fuck of the lifetime that she wanted. Yeah. And she's just cool as can be. Went back to her 90s hippie self. Okay. Not hippie, but... Whatever. Film geek. Film X-Files geek. nerd. Yeah. Or maybe just showed her at home watching some sort of vampire movie and then flipping through the channels and moving past it. That would have been cool. Maybe that's the origin story of Christine Harris. Charlene. Charlene Harris. Charlene. Charlene Harris. Thank you. That's about all I can think of right now. All right. Uh. Well... If you would like to support Bald Move in our efforts to exhume and dissect corpses, such as the finale episode of True Blood, you can do so at subbable.com slash baldmove, where there's a lot of fantastic options to subscribe to our podcast on a monthly basis and help uh, us pay the bills around here and get shit done. You can also do so at amazon.baldmove.com. You type that in instead of amazon.com, and it's way cooler because now everything you buy helps directly support everything that we do here. And if you can't do any of that, totally understand. Money's tight. But can you at least, you know, share our stuff with some fellow True Blood fans? Spread the bald move word through by sharing our stuff on social media or rating or review us on iTunes. Another great way to help us grow our network. And we really appreciate all that you guys do on a consistent basis. And come back and listen to us together doing the same amazing work that we're doing for American Horror Story on October it's- Speaking Eight. of hot-ass messes, yes, it debuts the season four uh, American Horror Story Freak Show on October 8th. It's going to be a lot of fun. It premieres? Oh, it premieres on the 8th? 
Yep. So we will see you on the tenth. That's Friday because it comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, it comes out on Wednesdays, so we'll be probably podcasting Thursday night. And All right, the details Friday. are kind of just out there. The details are a little nebulous. For sure, be doing American Horror Story, and we can't wait to have one you thing join I can, us. The one thing I can promise you is we have a better plan, a better future planned out than the writers of True Blood. So you're in better hands than they. American Horror Story? No, I'm saying our podcast. Our oh. podcast plans are more solid and concrete than the last five episodes of True Blood. That's true. American Horror Story also does promise to be a hot-ass mess. So Oh, sure. There well, will not it's, be it's... better production values, but there will be great listening. Uh, let's get to some feedback, some quick hits from Facebook. Marcy B. said, with Pam and Eric off screen, this episode came to a screeching halt. Young Tara... Young Tara got more lines and screen time than, is it Rutina Wesley? Mm-hmm. Or Rutina? Rutina? Rutina. Rutina Wesley had in about the last two seasons. The only way this could have gotten worse is if Bill becomes a lumberjack at the end. I think Dexter writers dared them to make a worse finale than they did. I'm not sure who won, but those of us who stuck around definitely lost. That's right. Hashtag true to the end. You just got your teeth kicked in. <laughs> you were true to the end. You got pissed in your open mouth, basically. That's what I felt. Hey, that reminds me. Sterile fluid, so thanks for that. Gross. Comic-Con, they talked about doing a True Blood musical. I would love to see that. Rutina Wesley said she was all in. Stephen Moyer, who's got a background in musical theater. Of course, of course. Said that he was definitely not in at all. What? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. He said, I support it, but fuck that. All right. Yeah, I think he's done True Blood. He's got a very promising career. It's so funny how they opened up this episode with this kind of sweet um interview with everyone involved in true blood saying like you know what is true blood meant to me and none of them had a good answer they're like oh oh, what can i say that uh won't get me banned from conventions for life (laughs) that i'll probably depend on for money in 20 years oh and a pack one was the only smart one because she just blew them a kiss and they were like oh (laughs) see it the next x-men reunion <laughs> Ryan R said every other season of True Blood has a wild, insane romp until the final episode, which is usually a somewhat plotless epilogue where everyone stood around and chatted with one another. Well, this season was started as a plotless epilogue about six seasons ago, and the show has been spinning its wheels ever since. This was truly awful, an embarrassing and pathetic way to go out, but still better than Dexter's final season for three reasons. Number one, Eric and Jason's dream sex. Number two, Ginger and Eric's actual sex. And number three, Sookie weeping while covered in bill goo. I don't believe that Hard Ginger and that. Eric had actual sex. Why? Because the P didn't get in the V? Yeah. Uh, definitely, I don't know. It's like you can get engaged in Bill Clinton debates about what sex is. Okay, then Jason and Eric had actual sex. But she rubbed her bear cooch on his bare denim crotch <laughs> at the minimum and achieved orgasm. That's some kind of sex in my book. Okay. And for Ginger, the earth moved. Just like California. And Barry. Ooh, too uh, soon. And Barry said, Vampire Bill is the big bad myth busted. She came at you. She came at you hard, Cecily. Would you he care to respond? He was the big bad. No kidding. Everything that happened with was him was his pure fault. evil. Yes. He, in fact, he's so evil that he committed this grand debacle and this assault on you as a fan, as a fan, Anne. And you you, you, you you were totally blind to his evality. And is still totally blind to it. That's how great of a job he did. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm progressively getting more and more drunk throughout this podcast. As am I. So Cheers. we better put the pedal to the metal. Blake R said, I'm pretty sure they went the way of the family guy and just had manatees move around the balls, decide the plot. 
I think that's being unkind to manatees. Are you even speaking English right now? I don't know. I have no idea what you just said. The ending was terrible. However, Eric jamming out, covered in blood with corpses in the back seat, and the infomercial is worth the watch. I'm glad to be done with the show. Here's the start of Boardwalk Empire. Yes. Indeed. Final season. I hope... Maybe that'd be, there's got, maybe it'd be funny if there's a, tr- a callback to uh, True Blood in the final ep- season, the final episode of Boardwalk Empire. No, that would not be funny. That'd be tragic. No. Lastly, everything, everything I love is coming to an end. I True know. Blood, Boardwalk, Mad Men, Breaking Bad. And in one year, in a single year, we're going to lose. Well, I guess Breaking Bad is last year technically. And but, I just don't have anything to replace it with readily. Well, you know, the leftover is pretty good. True Detective. There's always American Horror. That's even worse. <laughs> Lastly, I posted this early, but what happened to the Hep V vampires being whistled away during the final yes, the first that episode? Too. That's the other thing I wanted to cover. Who did, the fuck whistled them away? Did they just Nothing forget that happened? Because I did not, True Blood. I did not. I don't have a good answer for that because there is Nobody not one. Nobody has good answers. Not a single person has good answers. As he's listening to his podcast, Bucky's just slapping his head and like, damn. Why didn't he call me? I would have given him all the true answers. Tamika H said, what really drew me in this True Blood was its original plot. She wants a dream. She wants to dream a dream of where True Blood last season didn't suck. I've enjoyed uh, having you along for the ride, Tamika. She said, what drew me in from the, was it from the original plot from season one is what happens in a modern world when vampires come out of the coffin, show the world they are real, and have the ability to live alongside humans now that humans are not their only food source. The world building was fantastic in the first season. I was fascinated by things such as the vampire sheriffs and this looming authority. I was wondering if there's anything you felt was missing from the world building that you would like to have seen. Everything. My list. One, I know Eric and the Magister told their subjects that vampire blood was sacred and not to be used by humans to get high. But in order to make interrogation easier, shouldn't they have offered the healing properties of the blood to medical professionals? Screw waiting in the ER for three hours with a broken wrist when you just need one drop of vampire blood. I feel like... Oh, I'm sorry. I think she meant integration easier. Yeah, that would have been a very nice carrot. It would have been, but I feel like... Oh, you know what? That would have been smart. I, f- I just feel like it has to be FDA approved first. It hasn't been that long. In real true blood time, I think it's been a couple of years. Yeah. I well, mean, Jason's still using a flip phone, for Christ's sake. Marijuana in this country is a Schedule One narcotic with no known me- – it's forbidden to research. It has no medical redeeming pot. You're going to just be injecting people with vampire blood exactly. as they come around a coffin? The better it works, the less likely it is to get approved. <laughs> Pfizer but and Lilly would be fucking having a exactly. stroke. Exactly. If the pharmaceutical companies are paying you enough, then absolutely. But if it's a magical miracle drug that anyone can get – Fuck no. Ban that shit. Right. Speaking of the authority and the magister, number two, if integration was so damn important to them, why was Bill's punishment for murdering a vampire that no one gave a shit about and kidnapping an innocent girl was kidnapping an innocent girl and turning her? Kind of validates that vampires are monsters. Good point. Boom. Bill's evil. Is the price of silver super cheap in this world since you can buy it in mass quantities at the gun shop, as we saw many times when the townspeople were anti-vampire? Yes. We saw in number four that some states legalize marriage between vampires and humans, which probably means in those states vampires are considered legit citizens with equal rights. If you were to go on a vampire killing spree like Jason did in every other season, can you go to jail for murder? Number five, why the fuck do vampires own cars? Screw paying car payments, insurance, and filling up the tank when you can just run at Superman speed. Mm -hmm. Number six, would Twilight ever... Wait, Wait. The only reason you need to drive a car is so that you can bop out to Japanese <laughs> uh, techno music. And God knows that's reason enough. And you can't just carry a 
pile of bodies in your arms while you're running. That's true. That's true. I mean, obviously, Tomica, come on. Number six, would Twilight ever be a million-dollar franchise in this world? Would people give a fuck about vampire movies when vampires are real? Or would vampire movies just cease being supernatural and become drama movies? Are there vampire movie critics that get upset at movies like The Lost Boys and Twilight for inaccuracies? <laughs> Guarantee, can you imagine? I bet that happens even now with you comparing uh, mythologies. That's the word I'm looking for. Are you kidding? We oh my! We have a professional football team that's named after a racial slur. I mean, this I can only imagine what vampires would think when they came out of the closet at all the sensation. Coffin. Well, the thing. Oh yeah, co- coffin. Excuse me. I the, the thing is is I think one thing they got away from is that a lot of vampires lived up to these conceptions they really were monstrous that was bill's thesis vampires are monsters and you can't be trusted and we just hurt people absolutely i think yet you also have the postal carrier vampire to seem like he's a solid citizen i don't get it he's a salt well postal carrier vampire doesn't even know what the hell's going on he's trying to deliver mail at night but that's beside the point i feel like vampires want to have their cake and eat it too like you can't have all the perks of being a vampire glamoring people Living forever and acquiring acquiring an infinite amount of wealth mm-hmm. just from being around, mm-hmm. um, living in a giant mansion for free, right? Um, and also be a legal citizen and follow all human rules because that shit restricts you too much. See, and you, it has to be fair for everyone. So her next question is: These are the dumb things I wonder about, as opposed to the whole plot of season seven. Wondering if you had any questions about the world. My burning question is. Why don't vampires make more vampires? Because everyone's worried about, like, well, the humans could turn against us. There's so many more of them than there are of us. It seems like you could... Vampires could grow at a geometric rate if they chose to. So there must be some kind of religious, social implications and not. But yet, turning of human can be handed out as, like, a cruel punishment by a magister. I don't understand. I feel like it's just, like, child-rearing. Yeah. It's very complicated. There's a lot of parenting and mentoring going on whenever you make a new vampire. Whenever you make a bunch of them willy-nilly, then you get a pack of heavy vampires who are just hunting people down. So? I guess if they it made humanity extinct. Then what's the point of being a vampire if you can't drink blood anymore? Well, you would die. They would all die out. Exactly. Or they'd turn into empty sacks of sawdust or whatever the hell happens. So you want the entire world to burn, you nihilist? No, I don't. Oh. But I'm just saying, I just, I've, I've just... wondered about why they don't, you know, there isn't some system of like, well, there's one vampire down and we need to create another one, which seemed like that was the spirit of the Magisters, but there's so many vampires got killed in these, through these seasons that it seemed like yeah, they lost Yeah, being a vampire was this holy thing until being a vampire was a punishment. Yeah, like killing some fucking bar bouncer got Bill drugged before the Magistrate and threatened to be like put in a coffin, silvered in a coffin for six years or seven years. How many big vampires has Bill killed without any recourse? Well, of course, like the vampire authority is dead now. But still, even before then. But he's the only one who was all about mainstreaming. And he abandoned that pretty quickly when he became Billeth. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, it, it turns out that mainstreaming thing was all an act to get with the queen. I would love to know more about how the kings and the queens worked and whether that was just a North American thing or if that was something... Like in Europe, and whether European vampires thought Americans were kind of gauche because they've had, you know, their kingdom obviously has been only for a few hundred years. Were there Native American vampires? Did vampires come across? Oh, there the, were. The Long Bering Shadow Strait was the one that got the... Jessica made. 
long what, shadow what I'm was saying is like 10,000 years ago when people walked oh. across the land bridge from Asia and North America did were vampires that old you know and this it's, so it's like were there Native American vampires running around and then when the uh, uh, Spanish came across and started conquering South America was there some vampire kingdoms they got all pissed off about it once again you can go to subable.com and you can commission us to do all this research for you. We can watch all the vampire movies. I'm and... not doing True Blood fan fiction. No. I'm countermandering that. <laughs> I just really want you to watch Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> or read the book That's or true. something. That's true. And Jim... The book's pretty good. The book's much better, obviously. And I will G- take that stance on almost anything. And Jim and I are working on a system where people can pitch in. Gemini? So you don't have to pay... Gemini's twin and Gemini's I. Gemini's twin. Uh, you don't have to pay the whole thing. We're trying to get to where people can spread that and like, you know, a group of 20 y'all can get together and chip like 10 bucks in and make me and Cecily do that. So we're working on that. Force us because we really don't want to. Any, anything else before we get to Nathan P's uh, season closing email? No. I've also enjoyed having you along for the ride, Nathan P. Nathan been, P said he's been true to the end. He's been true till the end. Hashtag. I went to the episode not expect hashtag not expecting much <laughs> and couldn't really be uh hashtag disappointed. But still, <laughs> last week you said I wasn't angry enough about Hoyt and Jessica. You can bet I'm angry now he's about hashtag angry now. After spending about half the final episode with hashtag their wedding. <laughs> I cannot hashtag believe they would waste so much time on this. What happened to the tension and suspense of last episode? Hashtag swiftly swept aside. (laughs) Instead of brutal action and gore, we had boring bullshit wedding vows. One day. One day. Precisely. Only one night. Your ex-girlfriend wasn't, he hasn't even left town and already you're making wedding plans, Hoyt. Hashtag what the fuck. You literally know nothing about Jessica at the moment. How has she been in relationships with three guys in one week? She beat out Sookie. Why? I feel robbed that we didn't get Sarah Newland's death this season. That is the moment fans have been waiting for since last season. Still classic Sarah now converting to vampirism and trying to become a lesbian. Was kind of funny. Bill is evil for trying to make Sookie kill him. Also, wasn't he turning human when Sookie could hear his thoughts? Doesn't that mean that if they waited just a little longer, he would be human again? I wouldn't go so far as to say it's been great TV, but it's still been fun, I guess, watching... (laughs) That's that's the ultimate hashtag. It's still been hashtag. It's still been fun. Parenthetical, I guess. Uh, you've made it much more bearable by persevering through the end as well. I finally have some closure on the true shit and poo blood. That is true blood. No more unbearable characters and writing choices in TV again until The Walking Dead starts up again in October. Here, here. Hashtag shitty choices. <laughs> hashtag this is your life. This is your choices. Uh, that's all we got. You can you send us any parting thoughts to trueblood at baldmove.com, which we will read and enjoy, but not read because this is or not read on air because this is it. This is Wouldn't it be terribly ironic if right now, as we're sitting here and talking about hashtag shitty choices, that over there in the Emmys, which are happening right now, True Blood's winning all of the awards. I'm Did he even get submitted? Oh, I Plus, don't forget I have they no have idea. A, I'm just saying it would they be have funny. A, they have a whole year of Emmy eligibility, oh. and I'm I'm pulling for them to win the makeup department. Those oh, Bill hope... Vanes were choice. Choice. Were choice, Mrs. White. That's all we got, but you can send a True Blood at uh, baldmove.com. And of course, you're always welcome to join us on Facebook.com slash True Blood. Or no, we... sorry, Facebook.com slash baldmove. True Blood <laughs> slash True Blood, I'm sure, is owned by HBO. And you can tweet at Bald Move if you want to annoy Jim. Tweet, tweet. 
And we can't wait to see you during the freak show that is American Yeah, Horror giving Story. Cecily a month off to recover from the psychic blow that was the season finale of True Blood. Uh, and until then, I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Cecily. See ya. Blood tears. The sun refused to shine. I would still be loving you. Mountains crumble to the sea.